How excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name in all the earth. How worthy is your name in all the earth. Somebody open your mouth and just worship him. Worship him, worship him. He's a faithful God. He's a holy God. We bless your name, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Someone clap those hands to the majesty of our God. No, I didn't say clap for me or clap for the person standing. Clap for our God. Hallelujah. I welcome you tonight to our covenant day of prayer. It is a day that has been set aside. It is Good Friday and everything about this day is good. Ooh. On the night he was crucified, that was when our walk to victory began. And so on that day he died, but his death brought us joy. His death brought us an identity. His death gave us a name. His resurrection makes us who we are today. His resurrection is what gives us the right to call ourselves sons of God. Somebody bless the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, bless your word tonight as we go into your word and as we go into prayers. Lord, let your word be made manifest in our lives. Cause us to increase to a higher level of grace and glory in the knowledge of who you are and to enjoy the power of your presence in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit of God. And the church say a big amen. amen. No, let it be louder. Amen. amen. Please be seated as kings and queens. Thank you, RMG, for that awesome time of worship. Hallelujah. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 16. Have this understanding that before Christ died, he went through a period of travailing to prevail. He went through a period of prayers, desperate prayers for desperate covering in desperate times. James chapter 5 verse 16 to 18. This evening I'll be teaching on the power of prayer. Somebody say the power of prayer. James chapter 5, verse 16, I read. It says, confess your faults, what? One to another. And do what? Sorry, are we here together? Okay, let's read it. One to go. One to another, uh-huh. And pray for one another that ye may... Stand on your feet, everybody. Stand on your feet. Yeah, I think we'll stand throughout this sermon. Let's read it together. One to go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Verse seventeen. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. 
Verse 18. So why did you have to stand before you could read out? Somebody said, may God have mercy on me. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. It says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. It is strong. It is working. It has power. It says, Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. He was a human like us. He felt what we felt. He ate what we eat. He drank what we drink. He slept as we sleep. It says, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he did what? And he did what? He prayed again, and the... Uh, Heavens gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. How powerful is prayer? Ask your neighbor, say, how powerful is prayer? What's their response? Very powerful. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. Today is covenant day of prayer. It's also Good Friday. He, he died and he's risen, so we move. Amen? Amen? The Bible says in verse 41, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up and eat and drink, for there is what? There is abundance of rain. Verse 42, So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and did what? He cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And his servant said, and said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea. Like what? Like what? And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. He said, go, eat, drink, for I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Having heard that... He did not, he himself did not go to eat and drink. Because he needed the words of his mouth to be manifested. He needed the words of his mouth to come to pass. And so child of God, the ability of the words of your mouth to be witnessed to is as a result of how much you are willing to spend in the time and in the place of prayer. The Bible declares that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and what? Effective. Somebody say powerful and effective. When Elijah prayed that it should not rain, the Bible says it did not, not even a shower or dew for three and a half years. That means that God listens to the prayers that we pray. 
and he answers and he moves in response to prayers. And so if you're here tonight and you're not praying and you're expecting results, you joke about your life. In Matthew chapter 17 verse 20, the Bible says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as what? A grain of mustard seed, ye shall say to this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall what? It shall what? It shall remove. And what? Nothing shall be impossible unto you. Guess what? He didn't say nothing shall be impossible unto me. He didn't say nothing shall be impossible unto himself. He said with you who believes, nothing shall be impossible. Is it possible for that cancer to dry up and it can't be traced or it can't be found? For just a few people. Is it possible for that sickness to be healed? Is it possible for you to be blessed? If you can believe, you have the ability to receive. He says what? Nothing shall be impossible. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5, you must understand this. That as a means of prayer, prayer is a communication tool between you and God. Prayer is also a weapon of warfare in the realms of the spirit. So the Bible says... 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. It says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the what? The pulling down of strongholds. To the pulling down of strongholds. Keep going. And it says, casting down what? Casting down thoughts. Casting down concepts. Casting down ideologies that exalt itself against the knowing of who God is and the knowledge of what God can do. What is the one thing that the devil uses in attacking believers? It's not the sickness in your body. No, it is the mind that sickness can dwell in your body. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? It is a mind that you can be poor. It is a mind that you can be broke. That is what the devil uses in attacking us. And if you can't believe it, it's only a matter of time it begins to manifest. Bible speaking, it says Jesus came unto his own. And what? His own did what? Received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he what? Come on somebody, say it out loud. Say it out loud again. Two more times. Say it again. He gave them power to become sons. When you become a son of God, you know what God can do for you. When you become a son of God, you know what communication between you and your father can bring about. Somebody hearing me. I can't be sick in my body. Why? Because I'm a son of God. Never was Jesus admitted. I'm seated with him. Where? In heavenly places. Just heavenly places, right? Huh? Far above principalities and powers. Somebody shout hallelujah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not of this world. They are mighty through God. They are empowered through God. Don't joke with the words of your prayer. Because the minute you speak them out of your mouth, it goes into the work process. Is somebody hearing me? And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. That blood is sure. But also you accompany it with what? Come on, say it again. Do you have a testimony to share? What is our testimony? 
I, I know you are, you are waiting for me. But I have a testimony to share. And that testimony is that I am redeemed. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Don't be shy about it. What is that testimony? I am healed. What is that testimony? I am blessed. What is that testimony? That with long life, he will satisfy me. That is my testimony. I overcome, not just by the blood, but by the words of my testimony. I have a testimony. You don't have to wait before the church says, oh, do we have anybody? Anybody have a testimony to share? Something outstanding. The fact that I've overcome him is an outstanding thing for me. The fact that I can wake up the next morning and say, thank you, Jesus, is an outstanding thing for me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The fact that the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The fact that he shall preserve your soul in your going out and in your coming in. That is an outstanding testimony. I overcome him. I overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of my testimony. The weapons we fight with, not of this world. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. They have divine power to break yokes. They have divine power to break chains. When Paul and Silas came into the city, there was this little girl who was possessed of, of devils. But guess what? She was saying the right message but under the wrong influence. And the Bible says that Paul perceived that this girl had the right message, but the spirit behind it was wrong. And immediately he rebuked it out of her. The fact that Paul and Silas were put in jail was not a carnal issue. Because the Bible says that the men who used her knew she was operating under a different spirit. Is somebody hearing? I don't know if you, you understand what I'm saying. The men who were using her for fortune, they knew that this lady was operating under the spirit of divination. It was magic. It was not the spirit of God. And so Paul rebuking that spirit out of her was not just, uh, I am Apostle Paul, I've come into the city, I want to make myself known. He knew it was a spiritual battle. He knew that him being in jail, when he needed to be in the city, proclaiming the word of the Lord was a spiritual battle. And so guess what? He did not handle that spiritual battle in a physical way. I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. He didn't handle that battle in a physical way. Saying that if it was a physical battle, okay, hey, I could call on someone. But the Bible says at midnight. Why did they wait till midnight? Because they needed a new miracle for a new day. They began to praise. They began to sing. And the Bible says suddenly chaos was created. I pray for you, as you pray, you shall prevail. Amen. That amen is for your neighbor. Amen. These weapons, they demolish arguments and every pretentious behavior that sets itself against the knowledge of God. Guess what? Why do we have these weapons? Because we have it to take captivity captive. Let me break it down. It's you basically kidnapping the kidnapper. For Jesus to give you life, he had to kidnap, capture the spirit of death because you cannot give what you don't have so for him to for you not to die he had to capture death and so the one who possessed the power of death before had to be defeated and the authority of death was taken from him child of god note this you are a threat to the camp of the enemy are you aware of that how do i know for anytime jesus was faced with a situation of death the devil always lost his mind he was walking on his own. He saw them carrying the dead son of that woman. She had lost her husband. The only one she had left was her son. 
and the son died and they were going to bury him. He said, drop the coffin down. Arise. Lazarus, come forth. The daughter of Jarius, Samson, arise. The devil already knew he was a threat. So he felt the best thing to do was to make sure he dies. What crime did he commit that they said crucify him? Some of you here, you have done worse things than Christ. Hello? I know some of you are more holier than Jesus. You are holier than Jesus. You've done worse things than Christ. They, they brought out Barabbas. He's not Barabbas. Yes. Looking a, a non-criminal. They brought out Jesus. A known prophet. The one who performs outstanding miracles. They brought both of them out. And he said, I give to you Barabbas. And they were so excited. Give him to us. Release him to us. It's been a long time coming that this world has been crazy. It's been a long time coming that the, 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 the men of this world see good and call it evil. It's not a physical battle. It's not a physical battle where the prophets in the land become captives. They are arrested for speaking up truth. They are arrested for speaking up what is right. It is not a physical battle. If the shepherd be destroyed, the sheep will do what? So he thought to himself, the best thing to do was to kill this so-called prophet. I like what Pilate did. He said, you know what? If you guys want this guy, I know what I'm seeing. I wash my hand from this matter. I'm not involved. I will hand him over to the high priest. Whatever people want to do, do. But guess what? The devil, that was the biggest mistake. Because the death of Christ became an empowerment. John 3, 16. How many of you know that scripture? What does it say? Come on, say it out loud. Uh-huh. 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 Why? Because where you should have perished, he perished. And he did not remain there. He perished and came back. Is somebody still in this house? So, the devil orchestrating the death of Christ is my biggest excitement. It is my biggest joy. You know why? Because for Christ to die, I have to live. And not just live. Live in fullness. In full measure. If Christ never died, the scripture that says that if that same power that rose Jesus from the dead dwells within you, will do what? It will quicken your mortal body. It would be of no use. I thank God he died. I don't know if I have two other people that are grateful that Christ died. Oh, come on. Somebody say, I thank God Christ died. Thank you, Jesus. And so it's important that we travel in the place of prayer. It's important that we lay claim and hold to the power of prayer. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Ephesians 6 18. The Bible says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and do what? And do what? Watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Praying always. Not when it is covenant day of prayer. Not when you feel like it. Not when it is, it is 30 days of prayer and fasting. 
Not when it's almost time for convention. Not when the church calls for a general fast and prayer. He says, praying always with all prayers. The prayer of prevail. The prayer of travail. The prayers of the spirit. The prayers of worship. The prayers of thanksgiving. How do I tap into the power of prayer? The power of prayer is not the result of the person praying. Rather, it is the power that resides in the God who is being prayed to. I'll take that again. The power of prayer is not the result of the person or it's not as a result of the person who is praying. Rather, the power resides in the God who is being prayed to. 1 John chapter 5. Verse 14. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Are we there? Let's read it. Want to go loudly. Let's go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hold it right there. It says what? And this is the confidence that we have in him that we ask anything according to what? According to what? According to what? Is it according to your will? Somebody talk to me. Is it according to your wish? Is it according to your feeling? Is it, is, is it according to how your body is doing you? Huh? No, it is according to his will. So the power of prayer is not as a result of the person who is praying, but according to the one who is prayed to. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Somebody say, God hears me. And verse 15 says, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. The power of prayer brings you to a place of total confidence. It brings you to a place of complete confidence. I know that if I pray to him according to his will, not according to how I feel, not according to what I want, not according to my will, according to his will, he answers me. And if we know that he hears whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. This is the confidence we have in our communication with God. This is the confidence we have in prayer. And no matter the person praying, no matter the passion behind the prayer, no matter the purpose behind the prayer, God answers the prayers that we are in agreement with his will. And so for you to enjoy and have beautiful results from your prayer, you need to come into alignment with what? With what? With his will. You need to come into complete and total alignment with his will. And so when our desires line up with his will, his will will come to understand in that time. His will we will know in that time. His purpose for our lives we will know in that time. Oh, I feel like opening a business. But I won't just open a business because every other person is opening a business. I'll open a business according to his will. And so when I open that business according to his will, I am just managing the business. He's the CEO. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? And no CEO wants his company to fold up or die. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? So when he said to Peter, upon this rock, 
I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He was simply telling Peter, I have a company I'm about to open. You're going to manage it, but I'm going to make sure that whatever stands against it must fail. I have this business I want to open, but it's according to God's will. When God says open, uh, the Bible says when God gave Noah the dimensions of the ark, I tried to imagine, the, in fact, the door of the ark was way beyond Noah's sight. Who built the ark? Huh? Why are you guys looking at me like I'm crazy? Who built the ark? Who shut the door? Don't get worried. Because in this new season, God is going to give you projects to build that only him can carry. It's okay. You don't have to say amen to it if you don't believe it. When God was giving him the dimensions, even Noah knew, this thing I'm building, carry out. But he kept building it anyways. And that made all the people around him look at him and say, this one is stupid. When they see you tithing, when they see you trusting God, fasting, praying, they look at you and they say, hmm, thank you. That's what they because it doesn't make sense. Oh, thank you, Father. The dimensions that God gives, they don't make sense. Don't. If God needed to open a church in one day, if you want to open a church in one day, huh? is it by going to stay in the upper room? When you want to build a church, you want to open a church, you look for the space, right? You look for the land. Huh? You look for it. But God, Jesus told them, he said, tarry in Jerusalem. So they went to wait. And they waited. And they waited. The Bible does not explain to us how long they waited, but they were waiting. And the Bible says, in the place of waiting, suddenly, clothes of fire began to emerge on them. And they began to speak in other tongues. The only thing Christ told them was, wait till you are endued with power. He didn't tell them to open church. But when empowerment came, they didn't need to go speak to any man. Men were drawn to them. Because the Bible says that each man began to hear his own language. These men were not speaking man's language. They were speaking the language of the spirit. But when men heard them speak, so there was a spiritual language that was given interpretation to in the minds of men. Don't joke with prayer. <laughs> So that explains to me that you could be praying in tongues and God is interpreting that prayer to someone else differently. You could be praying in tongues and praying in the spirit and God is explaining that prayer as a need in the mind of somebody else. So someone walks up to you the next day and says, you know what, last night I, was just, I just had you on my mind. Hey, you never once went to that person and said, today I'm going to slide into your mind. All you did was to talk to the God of heaven. And he began to interpret your prayers into someone else's spirit. And so that day, the Bible says that 3,000 people gathered, were saved, and were baptized. 3,000. Three, not 300. You know what? Those guys didn't have line array speakers. They didn't have bass guitars. They didn't have electric guitars. They didn't have talking drum. They didn't have a microphone. But when they began to pray, their voices were amplified. You know why? Because they were not praying in the flesh. They were praying in the spirit. So men far away were hearing things in their spirit. Just like when Christ was born. What guided the wise men to his manger was what? The star. He didn't, he didn't treat it. 
new king arrived. Hashtag baby boy. Hashtag king of kings. Hashtag manger mode activated. Hashtag tell Herod I'm coming for his throne. None of those. But there were people that saw a sign. And they began, I'm made for signs and wonders. They began to follow the sign. So even before there was maps, God already created a sign. Prayer. The power of prayer. The eunuch came to Philip. He said, sir, I don't understand this scripture. And he came to him. And the Bible said Philip began to explain scriptures to him. But in the place of explaining scriptures to him, you know, when you minister to a person, there are certain ways that ministration begins to minister to you. And so he was speaking life into this man and receiving life in return. Mind you, Philip was already scheduled to speak at the conference. But the passion and desire by this eunuch to say, you know what, I want to know God. The desperation by this eunuch, I want to know God. I want to feel him. I want to enjoy him. Delayed Philip from going for his ministration. Hear this? The Bible says, and Philip explained scripture to him and baptized him. Settled this man. And the next thing, what happened to him? He was transported. So even before you started using jets and private jets, and the, God, has started, God has started flying men two times. So you know what God did? He compressed time and moved Philip forward. Why? Because he was attending to the passion of somebody for prayer. So I can imagine those guys waiting at the airport. Say the prophet is coming. Ah, the cameras are there. Say the man of God is coming to town. And the next thing, they hear that the prophet you are waiting for at the airport, he just showed up at the convention ground. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? The power of prayer. When our desires line up with the will of God, when we pray passionately and purposefully according to his will, God does not just respond. He responds powerfully. Paul and Silas were not praying in that cell because they wanted to be free. They were praying because they needed to be free to carry out their assignment. I don't know if somebody is catching this drift. So, so, so we are not praying because we just want to see results. We just want to see a big congregation. We just want to shut down this area. No, we are praying because we need God to move powerfully. That when even our little children get into their school, when they begin to speak things, manifestations begin to take place. That when we walk into the hospital, they say, oh, this brother is in the hospital. The minute we walk in, the sick become healed. The Bible says that Peter, the anointing of God was so much on him that even his shadow. So that means that there's a level you get into in the realms of the spirit that you don't even need to touch people anymore. Your shadow goes ahead to touch them. It was so much that people will take their, 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 their cloth him take it to their sick put it on them and they get healed man of God don't be angry you are very busy we know you are busy eh? thank you take it to their dead and the dead come back to life why because he has given us that power he took the power of death and held it captive ah I have power unto them that received him he has given what power to become what sons of God don't believe to the power that you have. Don't believe to the power of your prayer. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? When Elijah told Ahab, he said, there shall be no rain. 
not by the word of the Lord. He said, by my word. Ah, ah. Peter, who do you think you are? I know who I am. 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 When God was going to speak with Moses, first thing he did, he isolated Moses. Took him to a place of consecration. Showed him a bush that burned, yet his leaves were still fresh. Showed him mysteries. And he said, I'm sending you back to the one place you've been running from. Don't be worried when God is sending you back to that place where you thought you would never go to. Oh my God. Oh no, Lord, no. This is my past. Oh no. No, no, no. He took you out to bring you in so that you can become a deliverer. Somebody hearing me. After Moses was exposed to time with God, he went back to Egypt. God gave him a weapon. What was that weapon? What was that weapon? I know some of you are thinking it's the staff. It was the staff, right? No. He gave him a weapon. What is that weapon? I am. Please, can you check up the Hebrew meaning of I am? He gave him that weapon, what? I am. And he says, when you get to Pharaoh, tell him, because I know Pharaoh is a coconut head. He will ask, who has sent you? I am. Because at that time, Pharaoh was the most sovereign king. No other king but him. The Egyptian empire was the strongest and the greatest empire. And he said, tell him that the I am, that I am, has sent God is so great that his first and last name are his name. The same thing. Tell him that the first name I am, last name I am, has what? What, what was it? The Hebrew. The Hebrew. I need the Hebrew. Huh? 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 So when you hear Victorian, they're saying, hey, yeah, yeah. She's not just combining alphabets. Something that is being spoken to the atmosphere. Are you, are you together? So Moses is walking. And he's, because at that time, God did not give him a name. God gave him a chant. So the whole time Pharaoh will say, who sent you? hey hey And the more he will say, hey Something is being stirred up in the spirit. Who sent you? hey What's wrong with this guy? hey What was he doing? He was activating an authority. hey 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 that is why you cannot completely describe God. You know why they call him Jehovah? It's because it's what their minds could interpret. When God gave food to the Israelites, they say, what is this? Because it looks like communion bread. Can I have one of those, those communion bread? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Bring one for me quickly. It looks like communion bread. It is not cooked. It is not boiled. It is not fried. It is not roasted. It is not steam. Thank you, Brother Matthew. Look at it. How would this thing have taste in your mouth? And the Bible said, to anyone that ate it, what he desired, it became. Hey, ya. Hey, ya. What does the name I am that I am do for you? When you speak it, whatsoever you desire, it becomes. So when he got to Egypt, and it was time to minister, the whole time, Moses had been walking. So when I get to Egypt, I'll tell him, hey ya, 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 hey ya. He was speaking things into the atmosphere. He was releasing spirits. Because the Bible says that you are ministering what? Spirits. He was releasing words into the atmosphere. 
So when he got to Egypt, it was not hard for things to start manifesting. Is somebody with me? The power of prayer. You cannot access the power of prayer by using magic formulas. If I say, hey, Shabbat, no, there are procedures to these things. The answers to our prayers is not based on eloquence. It's not big. See, look, the English dictionary cannot even define prayers. Father, bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, should I, should I use is or was? How do you explain the one who was, the one who is, and is to come? Uh, Englishman, is and is. How do you explain it? Pathology, right? It's not supposed to be used that way, right? But you cannot pray with English language. The one who was, the one who is, and is. It's supposed to be the one who was, the one who is, and the one who will. <laughs> you can't quantify him. I want to pray according to the Oxford English Dictionary. The slap the devil will give you. Even Oxford will reject you. Matthew chapter 6 verse 7. He says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do. For they think they shall be heard of for their much speaking. Says, Don't be like them. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Psalms 107 verse 28 to 31. The Bible says, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distress. He maketh the storm calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Hey! Wow! Sorry, go back to 27. Go, stay 28. Stay 28. Read the scripture. Want to go. The one who was in the beginning, the one who is, and the one who is to come. So when the disciples were in their distress. And they cried out to the Lord. Verse 29. He maketh what? Uh -huh. So when they cried out to God. To Jesus. Master. Master. Have mercy upon us. The Bible says. He spoke to the storm. And said. Huh? And the wind and the waves and the sea obeyed him. Ah, 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 I must fulfill purpose. You don't know why I just said that, right? Okay. Do you know why I just said that? This is Psalms 107 verse 21, 29. Jesus fulfilled it in the New Testament. Little wonder, I know why. Uh, now you have a better understanding. When everybody was going to the temple to go, going for Chilo. Ah, my guy, long time. Since last Chilo, I didn't see you, man. What's up now? Are you working now? Oh, yo, my dad is the carpenter. So any furniture you want, just send me the picture. We'll get it done, right? He had access to the carpenter. He could have made some quick money. But the Bible says he will go down there to go sit with the doctors, the interpreters of the law, and began to read what was written concerning he began to study what was written concerning him. So when he would step into the temple and pick up the books, and the Bible says he opened up the books and began to speak. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me, not he is anointing me. He says what? He has anointed me. So I have read what is written about me. 
What did Jesus not shake? He shook nations. He shook governments. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And what? The government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And to his kingdom there shall be no end. He knew what was written about him. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Verse 30. Verse 30. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired heaven. I pray for you, the storm and the waves, the stress and distress, they are calmed and they are stilled in the name of Jesus. And you walk into your desired heaven. He's bringing you into your desired heaven. Oh, verse 31. Verse 31. He says what? Uh-huh. Is there power in prayer? Is there power in prayer? What kind of things should I pray for? God help, God's help through the power of prayer is available for any kind of request and any kind of issue. Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. You're going to do something tonight. Whatever issue, you will lay it at this altar. Whatever issue. Look, Anna did not get pregnant because she slept with her husband. She got pregnant because she laid down the issue and she got confirmation. So her sleeping with the husband and having a child was just, it was the, the walk in the park. So that the man would not feel bad. Uh, uh, so that I won't feel bad say uh, how you feel on that say Philippians 4 6 tonight you're going to lay down that issue so whatever be the issue that you are thinking of now some of you, you are thinking of issues that's why your joy is not full whatever be the issues we're going to come to this altar we're going to pray it says be careful for nothing. But what? It's like you will stand up again. Uh-huh. But in everything by what? And what? With what? So your prayer and your supplication, you wrap it up with what? Let your request be made known unto God. Verse 7. And what? Did he say, make it known to God and he will give you answer to that thing? No. He said, and the peace of God. So that means that for you to receive the peace of God, you must receive the answers. When you go to the embassy and apply for interview and they tell you submit your passport take this form to pick up your passport what does that mean? 
What does that mean? That they've given you what? They've given you the visa, right? Do you still stand there and say, Will I get the visa? What of my passport? Will, will you give me? Please give me now. Eh? So this is the deal. Let me bring it home. He's giving you the peace, the resolve. Even though the answer is not visible. For faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I feel it even though I don't see it. I have it because the peace of God has been given to me. Some of you, you, you're believing God for a job. The peace of God. You're not going to receive a job. You will receive peace while God is job hunting for you. Some of you are praying for, for scholarship. You will receive peace while he's looking. Which Harvard, Yale, Oxford, which is most profitable? MIT, mm, okay, Stanford. You're praying for a life partner. He will give you peace. Why he's checking them, their height, their spiritual barometer, their prayer life, he's checking, he's examining them. So the peace of God, sit at my right hand. Sit down. Sit down. I don't need you to be anxious. When Boaz came in contact with, what's her name? Is it Ruth? Ruth? When he came in contact with her, she was not in anxiety mode. What was she doing? Ah. I'm so relaxed. Hi, young lady. Lord, is that you? No. Oh. So she was in a relaxed state. And husband came to meet her. The one she went after, he died. She was in a relaxed state. The one she needed, the ordained one, came to meet her. Esther was in a relaxed state. When the one who was queen was kicked out, get out. She was queen in person, but not in character. That is what, in fact, her, let me tell you something. The behavior of Vashti was what was manifesting in the palace. Because she was a queen that had no control. So the king would entertain drunkards and and because the king knew she had no control, he would tell her, come and dance. So she had been dancing before. But this time, she said, no, I must rebel. But when Esther came in, note it, no more unnecessary parties. In fact, when she became king, they didn't do any party. They became queen. There was no party. Because the king knew that this one, she won't entertain those kind of behaviors. 
when she appeared before the king, the Bible says that the king was with his noble men. So all those drunkards were kicked out. And she said to him, I have prepared a meal. So apparently, Vashti not fed a cook for the king. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? It was all those maid servants, man servants. As he is his food ready, go and give him. So when, when he would ask, where is my queen? She's in her chamber. She was, all, she was the chamber queen. But Esther will ensure that the king's meat is attended to. She would even serve him. She would take care of him. So it was not difficult for her to request. And her request was attended to immediately. When she said to the king, I have prepared the meal, the king said, oh, for you and everybody, he said, you see, see, let me tell you something. If there is anything I love about my queen, she's a good cook. Did you hear the king say, are you sure you want to, you want to give us food to eat? No. Because he knew that this one was a queen in person, in character, in behavior, in spirit. And so after they had eaten, two days, so meaning the king was not even tired of her food. After they had eaten two days, she said, may I make my request known? Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your request. Cook God a meal. Cook God a meal. Let him invite the host of heaven and say, you know what, we're about to eat. Guys, I told you, stay hungry. We, look, our friend is about to cook a meal and we have to eat. So that means that it's not out of order for you to be in the place of prayer and supplication and thanksgiving for 48 hours. It's not out of order. The Bible says, and Esther said, my people and I have been marked for destruction. And the king said, what? Mind you, that he was not a spiritual man. How many of you know that? He was not a spiritual, he was not a godly king. But he had a godly wife that puts God in him. So when she said that, anger arose in him. Who dares to touch the queen? Who dares to touch my queen? And she said, Haman has ordered that my people and I be marked for destruction. Do you know that at that point, that was, oh, oh, mm, that was the first time the king knew that Esther was a foreigner. I don't know if somebody is. Are you catching the drift? That she was so good that at the initial stage, the king did not ask, where are you from? So there's a certain way you, hey, Rabbi you come, I come in peace. The peace the king enjoyed was too much. He, he forgot to ask, sorry, where, where are your people from? Who are, where are you from? At this point, it became too late to even ask any question. He said, hey man, you've eaten her food, you've drank her wine, and you want to commit evil against the peace Esther 
exuded in that palace was so much that people that knew that she was a foreigner did not even talk it was not a big deal because the one who was a daughter of the soil so if daughter of the soil our own daughter is terrible we have a foreigner who knows how to take care of the king and the palace is in peace make a living for us like that so guess what the peace that exuded from her made sure that the people around her were watching for her well-being and her welfare. She wasn't watching out for herself. So it wasn't difficult for one of the king's men to say there is a gallow that Haman has prepared for Mordecai. He said, wait, 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 wait. Which Mordecai? Huh? Haman, what is going on? First you want to kill the queen. Now the man who saved my life, you want to also kill him? Without a second thought, the king swung into action. He said, hang him on it. At that point, he forgot that he gave him an, his ring of authority. At that point, he forgot that Haman was his prime minister. At that point, he forgot that Haman was his friend. Ah, the king is about to swing into swift action. Hey! power of prayer the power of prayer make your supplications known how should I go into prayer A, B, C, D, E worship A, worship B, trust in God C, request D, confession E, protection What is the power that prayer has? It overcomes the enemies. Psalm 6 verse 9 to 10. To 10. What is the power that prayer has? It conquers death. What is the power that prayer has? It brings healing. James chapter 5 verse 14 and 15. What is the power that prayer has? It defeats demons. Mark chapter 9 verse 29. What is the power of prayer? By prayer. God opens eyes. Hearts are changed. Hearts are healed. Wounds are healed. Wisdom is released. Don't you ever underestimate the power of prayer. Daniel chapter 4 verse 35. Daniel 4 35. It says, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of the heaven." And among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay in his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? God is so great that nobody can question him. God is so great that when he blesses you, nobody can ask him, Why are you blessing Barry? Why are you blessing Joy? Why are you blessing Rosewood? Why are you blessing Mark? Who are you to bless if he, he doeth as he pleaseth? I pray for you if your amen can thunder. In your life, God will do as he pleases. Stand on your feet. What is that supplication? Tonight, please feel free to come to the altar. Lay it at the altar. Lay it at the altar. What? The prophet came to Anna and said, What is it that ailed thee? What is that thing 
that breaks your heart. Lay it at the altar. 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 Lay it at his feet. Lay it at his feet. He is here to answer. He is here to release answers. He is here. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. Lay it at his feet. at his feet. What is it that ailed thee? What is that thing that breaks your heart whenever you think about it? Lay it at his feet. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Careless for who is standing by you. Careless for who is praying by you. This moment is between you and God. It is between you and God. It is between you and God. Reba shani anamandeli yadosi yada. Rana ne kaya namoji yadia. Zivrade shana ya baladeja. Rebado siada, mantaliado siado. We have come to draw, 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 draw from you again. Yeah, yeah. We have come to draw. To draw, to draw, draw from you again. Yeah, yeah. We have come to draw, 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 draw from you again. Yeah, yeah.
Tonight you are at the well. Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman, he said, if you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. You are at the well. Drink. 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 Drink of his spirit. 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 Someone here tonight, thirst is been quenched. The thirst of healing is been quenched. Ah, drink, drink, drink from that living water. Drink from that living water. Drink from that living water. Ah, come on, Shada. The ash, ah, the attack of depression. Drink, drink, drink. Drink from that well. The well of happiness, drink. The one that desires spiritual growth, drink tonight. Drink, drink, drink. Drink that ye may never thirst again. Drink from the well of life. Drink from the well of life. Drink from the well of life. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Lift up your voice in the realms of the Spirit and speak mysteries. Speak mysteries. Speak mysteries. Speak mysteries. Divine settlement in your home. Ekwa <laughs> Drink tonight. That he will never thirst again. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. E katamalodosa. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. 
drink tonight. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. There is a quickening on the inside. There is a quickening on the inside. There's a quickening on the inside. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Continue to drink. Continue to drink. Continue to drink from that well. The well that won't run dry. The well that won't run dry. The well that has abundant supply. Continue to drink. Continue to drink. Continue to drink. Hey, yeah. 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 Hey, I Ta 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 
up going on. There is a stirring up going on.
oil has been poured on it. <laughs> Your feet is soaked in oil. There's an anointing coming upon your feet. And that anointing is the anointing for speed. Your feet is... Now, now, you felt left behind. You felt disadvantaged. There was no help coming from anywhere. I see your feet drenched in oil. Anointing come upon your feet. Grace for speed is released. Paro Shada. Paro Shada. As we partake of communion tonight, we thank you, Father, for your blood that was shared on the cross of Calvary for us. We thank you for your love that was given up for us. And today, oh God, we go into covenant renewal with you. That your blood and your power is alive and at work in our lives. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please,